All right. Had to talk about it. Had to do it. Flyers. Oh, man. Oh, what a great game. Flyers win 3-2 in regulation against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Start off their year 3-0. and um, Let's be honest. I don't think anybody could say that they would be starting the season 3-0 and at this point. Um, maybe you could have given them 2-1 and as an optimistic. You know, you assume Tampa Bay. You think they're going to hit a wall. Um, even optimistically, I mean, you... You know, you're kind of, I think you're being a little facetious if you can say that you're so sure they're going to win every game, at least early on. Maybe um, after the initial performance, you know, you can kind of adjust. But, oh, wow. What a game. What a game. And it's a game that, you know, it kind of had like a certain narrative. Like, my actually, my roommate, Verge, he actually uh, guessed the score. He's like, oh, Flyers are definitely going to win this 3-2. And, uh, you know, they were down at the time when he said that. And I actually kind of, I agreed with him. Um, it never, to me personally, like even watching the way Tampa Bay really dominated the beginning of this game, and I, I, you got to expect it, right? This is a, one of the top teams. This is a three-peat potential team, right? They just lost an opportunity to win three Stanley Cups in a row. This is no joke. This is a team that works really hard, has a ton of talent, arguably on paper the best team in the National Hockey League, right? Like you can make that case. This team is phenomenal. And they they have a losing record at this point, right? Now, after losing the Flyers, they are one one and three they came in one and two they're going to come in on fire at home and they showed it i mean they came in out they came out pure heat flyers looking like a team just trying to get back but i i guarantee they talked about that knowing that that was going to happen maybe they thought they could stem some of it but look it's a talented team you gotta expect that they would come at the flyers they came at them hard and quite frankly they made them pay on the power play bad the flyers took you know, I think there was a bad play by McEwen, actually. I don't like the undisciplined stuff. I think McEwen had a pretty strong game. He had an opportunity to affect the game in many ways, and I, I wouldn't say that he didn't earn a spot in the lineup again, but you got to be more disciplined. You definitely hurt the team today in a couple aspects. Um, help the team in a couple ways, so it's not like you can even make a case and maybe it's a wash, but, you know, with how dominant Tampa Bay can be on the power play, you just can't take chances. So they made the Flyers look stupid on the penalty kill. Not so much that the penalty kill was awful, but I will say, like, I was looking at Kevin Hayes. I was yelling at both goals. Same thing, Kevin Hayes. It's not that he was, like, completely out of position, but it's enough that that Stamkos just has that availability completely. And there's no way you're getting over. There's no way anybody's getting over. Um... Look, easier said from you know on television, but I think they could have played those uh, penalty kills better. Um, I don't blame necessarily one player, but I do think Kevin Hayes left that exposed. He didn't have the best game tonight. I don't think he necessarily had a bad game, but he didn't bring his A game. Um, he had some moments where I thought he did a lot, and obviously he was a big part of that. Uh, the goal there um, to bring, you know, to bring that lead in. Um, I'm sorry, to bring that tie in. Um, but overall, you know, it was uh, you know he didn't have the best of games, and you kind of saw that uh, as the game went on. I mean, like, No Cates is a humongous hero to this team right now. I, if you guys are not realizing, I mean, I brought it up on the podcast already. If you're not realizing to the extent that Farabee and Cates are being used in, in the absence of a lot of the, um, you know, I guess maybe upper echelon defensive players like Couturier and not having Atkinson. Um, I don't know if that's even going to change much. I mean, Couturier definitely, but you know, you go with Couturier, Cates, maybe in that final minute. 
Um, I, I'll talk about the Kate's goal. I mean, obviously that's huge, but um, clearly they're, you know, Tampa Bay is a very good team. We have to make that clear. They are a very good team. Even if they started, they have a ton of talent. It was on display. And, you know, Carter Hart, you know, I'm not going to say he's playing above anything. This is Carter Hart. This has always been Carter Hart. If you play the way the Flyers are playing, you allow him to be what he is. He made great saves tonight. He really did. But the Flyers did not expose him horrendously outside of those power plays. I mean, like, that was... You can't be more open than that, right? The Flyers had some mistakes tonight, you know? It was not a perfect game. I mean, it's a a hard-fought game, though. And they got better as the game went on. They they withstood withstood the onslaught that came in the beginning. Um, And there was another to follow. And they just kind of played their game. And it's a team... It, it, what what's important to take away look you can look at them and say the flyers got outplayed because they got outshot but they really did not this is a team that is decimated by injuries still and yet they were able to compete and get better as the game went on and in those final minutes you can watch that last shift tampa bay is tired the flyers were tired they were not as tired this stuff matters we are able to compete with teams on a regular basis now that does not mean that this team is win, you know built to win a stanley cup here you know, they have holes. You know, it will catch up. But healthy, a lot of these holes go away. The defense itself is very competent, as we're seeing right now. In the right system, they can be very competent, right? They can be better. They need to execute and move that puck out of the zone better. But again, this is just the very beginning. You have to watch how it is progressing. And speaking of progressing, let's just talk about it. Because holy shit, Noah Cates. Like, goddamn. Like, look at that goal. That is... Uh, he is the best defensive forward I have seen come onto the Flyers. And again, he's older at this point, right? He's 23. But since Sean Couturier. I'm not saying he's going to hit Sean Couturier's level. I'm saying that he has that impact, at least on the defensive side. His stick work, his anticipation. It's 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 at a high level, above what uh, Oscar Limblom was. Like at first I thought, like, oh, it's another Limblom. And Limblom is very good. It, this is something else. Again, you were able to transition him in the middle. Like, Torts is recognizing him immediately. He didn't play 20 minutes tonight. He played 16-plus minutes tonight. But, again, he got put in a lot of difficult positions. You look at that goal he scored to disrupt both defenders, take the puck, spin around, and then rip it on one of the best goaltenders of all time. That is no joke. That is no joke of a play that just happened there. And I don't think it's the last time we're going to see that from him. Like, I don't think that's an accident. Uh, I don't think it matters whether teams match up against him. I don't think any of that stuff matters. This is this is a two highway high end two two way player. His ability to finish, I think, is still a work in progress. Um, but you can see he has it in him. Like that's like it's not the first time we saw it. His ability to tip the puck, ability to work it on the net. Again, he cuts. The talent is there. You don't have to be an elite player to put up a lot of points in this league. Like you look at Wayne Simmons, he wasn't like a dynamo. You know, like, people even look at, you know, Couturier, and they're like, oh, he's not elite. He's, of course he's elite. Of course he's elite. He produces at a high level. Like, imagine Tampa Bay having to play us with Sean Couturier. Like, that's the one thing I can't can't stop thinking about when I watch this team. And we're missing other key guys, right? Cam Atkinson, Couturier, Tippett, uh, Ristolainen. Like, these are are huge losses to this team. Um, And yet, um, you know, they're sustaining it, right? And they're... They're working as a team. You can tell that they're improving, too, right? Like, players are playing their roles. Um, it's not a perfect game. Again, this is not me saying that uh, what we're seeing is a championship team. 
but we're seeing all the signs, the, the processes. You know, again, I talked about this on the podcast. There was this big, like, talk the Flyers need. Oh, it's better if they just end up at the bottom. It's just not a math problem. Like, I, I'll say it over and over again. I, You know, no offense to anybody who's talking that way. I know there's a lot of people who do. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not a math problem. Yeah, analytics are being used incorrectly. History does not repeat itself. It rhymes. You don't use analytics to, to say that that's what's going to happen. It, that that doesn't matter. There's a process to success. And right now, Tortorella has enabled that. It, it doesn't mean that this team is going to fly high and there's not going to be any down parts. We will. We could lose tomorrow. Florida bad. It's a, it's a, it's a back-to-back game. And it's a really tough opponent, right? Um, but, like, do you really think that after seeing the way this team has played? That, that is the difference. Like, last year when we played, it was like we were kind of barely sneaking by those games in the sense that, oh, we're, like, playing pretty sloppy, but when we come back the other way and just, you know, rip one home. And, like, yeah, that was cool and all that, but, like, there was no process. There was no dip. There was no those hardships ever. There weren't, like, the bottom of the lineup players scoring. It was, like, Farabee and Atkinson saving us every time. And it's like, that's not what you're seeing here. You're seeing a different guy step up every night at different points, scoring in different ways, coming up, getting stronger as the game goes on, not weaker, you know, defending leads. Like, look at the way the Flyers are winning. They've held their opponent to two goals a game. When's the last time you remember that? For the first three games, they held them to two goals a game. You know, they blew leads in the other games, you know, leading last season. Like, the game, the season started off as a mess. That's it, not what we're watching here. So, for people who are saying that, oh, I haven't seen anything, I don't know what you're talking about. There is enough to see already that there is a noticeable difference here. And tonight, even Travis Stantonheim stood had a really good game tonight. You know, Pro Rob, pretty good game. Some mistakes tonight, not as not as well as the other game. You say the same thing about D'Angelo, but their matchup was really tough tonight, right? They played against the team's best players tonight, and this is a really goddamn good team. And again, we're just in the beginning here. Like, I can't wait to see what Ristolani can do with Sanheim there. You have bumped down Braun. You let Braun probably play with Zamula, who had a strong game on his own, probably his best of the three, which is surprising, um, considering he's the toughest of opponents. But I think he had a pretty good game tonight. He was a plus two, uh, an assist uh, as well. A plus two for Nick Sealer for all the hate he gets. He played well. Nick Sealer played well. Um, not Still not doing much offensively. He had some kind of pinches and whatnot. But I like that he kind of limits that. Don't, you know, he did, just keep it simple. Like, you really just need to be the steady, steady guy for the young guy. And that's why he's playing here. People can make fun of Nick Sealer for that. But he's filling in for what Justin Braun would be doing on that line, right? It's like Braun is a higher-end version of what Nick Sealer does. Like, Braun's just a better defenseman all around. And shout-out to Braun for an amazing play in the defensive zone to break up a pass. Um, he also had a strong game tonight. A workhorse type of game. This was a really good road win against a high-end team that's struggling. And that should not be mistaken here. Again, if you guys want to just look at numbers, you know, they don't tell what this story is. This is a three-peat team. They're coming in hungry. They're trying desperately to win. The Flyers withstand that. They even they even allowed the team to go up to nothing. And they still won. And their goaltender outplayed one of the best goaltenders in history. And Carter Hart is one of the best player goaltenders in the league. I've mentioned it over and over again. I don't care about the any of these rankings. They do not matter. These rankings are honestly kind of embarrassing. And it, it, you see these rankings nowadays, and they're so driven off just pure stats and like what happened in the recent year. And like I get it. I'm not you know I'm not bad, but like it's not a reflection of who's actually the most valuable in the league. That's not what these things really are, you know. Um, it, it just doesn't work that way. These rankings, they're just not effective for what we really need. Like, 
you tell me no Cates is not one of the most valuable players on this team is he the is he gonna produce like Travis Konechny no, probably not which by the way Travis Konechny now being enabled to be a defensive where did this happen why didn't this happen earlier like why were coaches hiding away from Konechny playing D you know I actually said it on this podcast a few years ago even when Nolan Patrick was here I was like let these guys play the PK like what are we doing like prior to this you know I, I do think about that like you know, AV did play young guys. I'm not saying he never did, but Torch is like, he doesn't care what age you are. I mean, it's obviously true. It, it, nobody should doubt that Farabee is one of the most competent two-way players on this team, without a doubt. You throw him in the class. Like, if I want to shut down line, Farabee, Cates, uh, and uh, and Coots, right? Like, that's probably our shutdown line. Maybe you could say Atkinson on the right-hand side instead of Farabee, right? There's cases to be made, or even TK now is being elevated. But, like... That's that's it. That those are your best defensive guys, right? Scott Lawton in the conversation, but you look at the minutes, it's very clear who's playing a lot of these moments. And I'm noticing Faraby kind of getting elevated, some shuffling around. Um really really just good coaching. You know, I can't I can't complain. You know, look at the line combinations, look at the way they adjust in the game. Have you has anybody really complained about the lines this year? It's not like they didn't move Frost out of the middle and panic. And Frost himself, he had like a weird game. It was like a Jekyll and Hyde game. He'd have these like explosive moments and some moments where you're like, ah, I wish you played that slightly different. But it wasn't bad. I wouldn't say he was bad. It wasn't good in the faceoff dot tonight. I think he could have a better game. This is the type of game where you hope that he would excel. We'll see how he does in Florida, how he responds. He's had a pretty good season so far. Um, I think people need to like realize that like he's the same age as Noah Cates. He's younger than Allison, who, by the way, um, really strong game for Allison. Just physical. I think he actually drew a couple calls that weren't called, um, uh, It's which is kind of embarrassing. Um, there were a couple where he, they definitely should have called the opposition um, on penalizing him just because his work ethic. Uh, I don't love him as number six right now. I think he's working his way up to that, uh, but I still think he had a great game. It's like, you know, he's a nice luxury to have, but in that number three wing spot, I think he's like kind of perfect. Um We'll see if this team can get healthy because, you know, we're not we're not even looking at a team with Owen Tippett, Cam Atkinson, Couturier, Ristol. I already said it already, but just those names alone, just those, those four guys alone would elevate this team if we play the way we're playing to a level where we're legit. Like right now, people are going to still question it because on paper, you're not going to look at a team that's going to beat you. But I've said this over and over again. And people, I could, I know people think I'm crazy. Trust me, I, I get it. I understand what everybody says and the difference that I say. Um, and I'm not, I know I'm not the only one. It's just we're in a minority, right? Like that's just the reality. But the issues were not talent related. Again, it doesn't mean they were good enough to win a Stanley Cup. But you saw the names on paper. Man, actually, I can't help but think like, man, I wish G and Jake were here for this. You know, like, I don't think people will put that really together. They, they'll look retrospective. It's like, oh, and G and Jake, they didn't get the job done. They didn't have a coach that demanded this level of excellence for quite a bit. I mean, that's obvious to me. You're telling me Claude Giroux wouldn't have lived up to that task? Bullshit. And, you know, if for you guys who think that Jake Voracek is a problem, he's one of the most loved guys in Columbus right now, in the locker room and by the fan base. That's just what losing does. You know, you end up eating it, everybody alive. Tanner Lazinski, uh, not, not that noticeable tonight. Um, not his worst game, but, you know, uh, how much how much you play tonight? Yeah, only nine minutes for Lazinski. I don't know, maybe he got hurt or something. 
Um, I don't think so. I think he just got dropped to the fourth line and McEwen got more minutes. But I think McEwen just had good energy tonight. Um, again, I think he needs to tone it a little bit down because just because of the penalties. Um, it really hurt us tonight. Not just him. You know, he's not the only thing. But, you know, the other stuff helped. You know, he's good. Uh, JVR, good game for him tonight. He played 20 minutes. He's working hard. He didn't have the, the best game, but he obviously deserved it. He had a great tip in front of the net. Um, he's working. You know, nobody can complain about JVR right now. Yeah, I know he's overpaid or whatever, but you're not going to look at him on the ice if you don't know his salary and complain. Uh, he was good. Um, yeah, everybody, I would say, is kind of falling into their roles a little bit, but it's shifting from game to game, and I like that because he's adjusting to, you know, the energy that the players bring that night, and that's important. Um, they're going to have to do more of that. And, like, Sanheim tonight, you know, he played a lot, and uh, he deserved it because he played really well. And I love that because it makes me think, like, you know, what? how good he's going to be when Risto gets back, you know? And then we can drop Brawl into that third. Oh, my God. Let's hope that this team can get healthy because it's pretty impressive. And we'll see how Sandstrom does because he's pretty important too. And I have a feeling he's going to be better than people think also because, it, again, if you're structurally playing the way you need to play, even in the moments where you have breakdowns and things go wrong, you limit, you limit the problems. You stop. It's not, it's not about if you are perfect or great it's about your response to the things that go wrong and this team has responded and Vasily talked about a resiliency right being being having grit you know that's why we pick gritty as a name I you know it's obviously why you know and this team has not displayed that not in the right way at least not as a unit and they are doing that so far still early in the season but look get excited about it. I mean I think it's totally fine to get excited about it temper your expectations that it will last consistently throughout the whole year expect ups and downs but i mean i don't think that this is like fake i think this is the team that you're looking at and if they add more talent you know they should be pretty competitive you know like you look at buffalo last year they started off really strong they dipped in the middle but they finished strong also and they almost made the playoffs right and i think that we're further along than buffalo i actually um i think we have a better squad than buffalo i mean people can disagree with me with that but again health matters there um, Sean Couturier is a really unique player. Like, you look at the Flyers' history, we do not have many Selkie winners. You know, this is like all-time great Flyer level. So let's like let's not do what we did to Sean or to Claude Giroux and pretend like he's not elite until the end of his career. Let's just like enjoy the elite guys while we have them, um, and let's hope that Tortorella can continue to get the best out of these guys. I don't think he was expecting a three and zero start. But I think he knew this team is better. I like all the doubting people are saying publicly. Like he is going to talk that way no matter what. He is never going to say, "Oh, they're amazing." Oh my God! Like there's no point. It's a work in progress. Always say like we're not where we want to be. This team is not. We did not dominate the whole game, right? Tampa Bay had very good. They could have won this game. It was a winnable game for Tampa Bay, right? It's not. There's work to be done. But just because there's work to be done does not mean that this is not a good sign. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's awesome. And uh, let's hope they can be Florida too because, yeah, it's a great way to start the year. It's all right to celebrate for a little bit. Just temper your expectations on the longevity. You know, this is a process, and the process has ups and downs. It doesn't uh, doesn't happen every night. And uh, funny how nobody's talking about the draft now, huh? All right, enjoy. Go Flyers. And remember, stay free.